2: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on V93.7.
3: Well, a new study has found that people are 50% more likely
4: to listen to advice of friends and family over an expert in the field. Which is why people make such dumb decisions. (laughs) Because you know how dumb some of your friends are. Okay, I would agree to that in some cases, but you are usually a friend
3: that we go to for advice because you write a ton of reviews. You're kind of
4: like the expert. Exactly. I am a, a bit of an expert on certain areas, like uh, computers. I would say technology in yeah. general. Yeah. I'm yeah. not an expert maybe to the experts, but I'm an expert compared to most of the people who ask me advice.
3: I've noticed, though, like with Tori sometimes, she was asking you about computers earlier mm-hmm. during the show. Well, sort of, yeah. yeah. But does she take your advice? I don't
4: know or? yet. She's never asked me about buying anything, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Now, I've had friends in the past Including, I think not so much you, Hawk. I do,
3: I do. I but uh, but some advice. of
4: my friends would not. They would ask me all these things. I would do all this research for them, and then they would do something totally different. Good and I'm you. like, don't ask <laughs> me then. Was
2: it me? I don't think so. I don't think. I think I do ask you, but I will buy what you say.
5: It's not that I didn't take the advice. I just didn't understand a lot of it. He uh-huh. started talking about Intel and stuff, and well, I was that like, that wasn't uh-huh. advice.
4: You were just asking about the computers we have here at work. You weren't asking me to help you buy one.
5: Oh, see, I didn't even know what we were talking about. Some people (laughs)
4: would ask me, like, hey, which computer should I get? So I go, I'll get a research, and I'll send them a link, and then they're like, yeah, I bought a different one.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but uh, for the most part, you give pretty good advice, and your reviews are very well written on Amazon. I've I've been shopping before, and I'm like reading reviews, and I'm like, that's a good one. And I look down at Tom's. <laughs>
4: <name>. <laughs> well, I, and I'm a part yeah. of Amazon's Vine review team, which actually I get stuff to to review for yeah. free. Why, what number are you? Are you still I have top one hundred. I don't think so. Oh, no.
3: Yeah, I fell, out, fell out, of the out the top, top hundred. So this is called social proof, which uh, it refers to wisdom of friends instead of experts, apparently. But uh, they say that with social media as well, well, a lot of us will go and throw out a question about, let's say, for example, they gave like a new uh, brand of baby food. Hey, I've got a baby here, got a new brand of baby food, and I want to try it. What's your thoughts about this? So they'll throw it out there to their friends and people on social media as well. Right. And so instead of reading reviews of nutritionists and stuff, because that's a lot harder. You have to go dig and do the research. It's easier to say, you know, hey. What's your thoughts? And the friend will go, oh, I like this brand, and this is why.
4: But they don't know anything about whether well, it's good. I, I know.
5: <laughs> I know. But a lot of people are paid off, too. So you read those reviews, and you're like, hmm, how much they get for that?
4: That's very true. Mm-hmm. Even the people like me. I get it for free. I do not have to leave a positive review. I have a lot of one-star reviews <laughs> on the free stuff. But there is a natural tendency to feel like you owe them something when you got something for free. So I tend to realize, I'll go back, I'll be like, I gave that a nicer rating than I probably would have if I had paid for it. And I don't do it consciously, but subconsciously, it's a tendency. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. You have to be careful not to do that. Right. Well, the scientists
3: say we prefer advice from friends and family because we instinctively trust those people. I don't <laughs> trust <them. laughs> Crazy. Not all family members you trust. Or I don't friends. Trust. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all. But you need to be very careful because uh, half of the people that they polled in this study stopped <sighs> being friends with someone who gave them bad advice. Wow. So they went in and they bought the baby food or they bought that technology or whatever and it didn't work properly because uh, I, I had the experience with that with tom oh. or,
5: or she told you no you can totally rock that haircut girl do it and you come out and you're like oh my gosh what happened
3: yeah
4: mm-hmm. what did i steer you wrong on
3: well that tv that time had that capacitor that kept all going of up. them
4: had that capacitor going. i know i know it was a recall it was a recall, it it was was a recall <laughs> <laughs> on that tv honestly there's still problems with those capacitors in all our devices I just had to rebuild a Keurig machine because it had bad capacitors in it. So that was not my fault.
3: Yeah, those flux capacitors apparently are (laughs) are a bad thing. We should go back to the future. Yeah, we
4: should. (laughs) We really should. Because there's a story behind why it happened, and there's basically some guy like... Uh, well, I
3: saw the movie. It's exiled Doc,
4: from Korea or somewhere. Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Has a problem not with the that movie. The
2: capacitor with the car. And, and Marty McFly. They brought
4: some <laughs> new way to make a capacitor that was cheaper, and so all of China started using yeah, it, we and don't it, care about it, this. it turned out to be faulty. So China was making faulty capacitors for just a decade.
5: I don't feel like I have the capacitor for this conversation. Who would ever think
2: China would make anything
3: of value? I know,
4: right? Value. But we use all their stuff and everything. We well, because it's
2: less
3: expensive. Sad. <laughs> it's sad that we do not. Well, they stopped being American friends stuff. with someone and gave them bad advice. 40% admit that they later wished they sought more expert advice before making the big life decision because they did trust a friend and they did get bad advice. Wow. So. Uh.
4: See, I have a a heavy weight to carry. Yeah, you
3: really do. (laughs) Because I
4: I have to worry if I give bad advice, (laughs) the mm -hmm. friends will abandon me. Oh, that's the heavy weight. Okay, (laughs) that's why you don't have any friends, right? (laughs) (laughs) I have one less right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven.
4: So in our age of political correctness, everyone is being attacked for saying things that everyone knows is true, but might hurt someone's feelings. So we now live in a world where truth is censored because some people's offended by this or someone is offended by it. Okay. The latest of this is Santino's Pizzeria. Mm -hmm. It's a restaurant, obviously, they make pizzas. And they have a sign out front says they are now hiring non-stupid people. Hmm. <laughs> Apparently the stupid people are upset by this. Like they know what's going on. I know, right? <laughs> um, now, this is going crazy online. People are offended. Uh, this says, one person says, if that's the first impression you choose to make as a business owner, don't complain when your employees leave. Yeah. Well, I think they want those employees to leave. I, as a customer, am very excited about this new trend. Okay. I like the idea of hiring non-stupid people. I've gotten (laughs) tired of dealing with stupid people. Yeah. I'm sorry. (laughs) How many years
2: has it been? (laughs) <laughs> not you, Kato. Huh?
4: Not you. I wouldn't tell about me. Okay, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Who y'all talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. you pointing no. at something, so what do you want to do? Well, this is a lady talking about it. Oh.
5: It's more humor than anything. It's not meant to like target anyone like that or be rude. A lot of people that we've hired, there's really no worth ethic behind them, so I guess that's the meaning behind the non-stupid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, she's uh, actually kind of labeled them as, you know... They don't have a good work ethic either. So but maybe it's because they're so stupid.
5: If you're stupid and trying, then, you know, maybe give them a shot. Yeah. I that's mean, different than just laziness. Are you doing your best? Yes, I am.
2: You've got to be able to do the job. Yeah. If you can't do the job that's easy, then leave. Well,
4: that, that's what I get so frustrated with, Kato, is you've got people, they've been wanting $15 an hour, and they don't even do the job well, or they don't come in half the time. I'm tired of that. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but I want my order right. I want to be able to go to a drive-thru at 830 and have people actually working there.
3: Well, to be honest, sometimes I, I don't even care if you get my order right. Just be nice while you're doing it. I'm the opposite. I'm <laughs> like, you know, you go in there and you start to order and they're like, what you want.
4: I'm, I'm the like, exact opposite.
3: I'm like, are you kidding me?
4: Yeah. I don't I, care. I, what,
3: what I would like
2: right now is a smile. That's what I'd like and a friendly greeting. Yeah, even yeah. the cashiers at a grocery store sometimes yeah so, although i haven't recently but you'll find the ones that just they'll start ringing you up and you're like hi they're, hi they're bugging you i mean you're, you're bugging them yeah
3: you're like come on i just want to smile
2: yeah, yeah, it's crazy, I
4: don't care if they're mean <laughs> or not. If they get my order right, mm-hmm. I'm a happy camper. But just don't short me
2: anything. You can give me—that's what I totally said. <laughs> right, I right, exactly. But yeah. yeah,
4: give me
5: all my nuggets and that side of attitude. <laughs>
2: I was at Burger King years ago, and uh, they said pull forward because they didn't have my order ready. Well, they brought it to my car, handed it to me. I took off. I got home. It was like twice the amount of food I ordered. Should yeah. have known by the heavy bag. It was like a triple Whopper. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. somebody got mad when they got that Whopper Junior. <laughs> when you have two people, two men in a truck, have to you deliver your fast food bag. <laughs> See, and that's when Dude. you want
5: somebody stupid working, because that's a good mix-up.
2: Yeah, yeah but if like I'm the that. one that got the Whopper Junior small when it's meal good. instead of the triple Whopper meal, <laughs> I would be mad.
4: So I've been doing a lot of the Uber Eats and DoorDash and all the different ones, and I'm not singling any one of them out. Okay. But since uh, COVID, you know, that was a big thing. And for a while there, you couldn't get anything right ever it's like they couldn't find intelligent people to do the job. Now, it's gotten better, and I think maybe they put up a sign that said, now hiring non-stupid workers or something. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like it has gotten better, but for a while, I don't like having stupid people do stuff because they do it wrong and it affects you. I've had a hard time. I've
2: never ordered from any food delivery. Oh, really? Except we order for, all the time. Except for Wedgie's Pizza, but they deliver themselves. Yeah, pizzas. But I... um. I, I've seen so many stories and videos of them taking food out of the box, <laughs> yeah. eating a slice of pizza, stealing fries, and I'm right. like, I don't know. You got
4: to think, though, no one records the ones that are 90% of the time when they do it right. Right. It's bad
3: when you get your pepperoni pizza and there's only three pepperonis on it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> driving, and like, you won't miss that one pepperoni. And have you seen that trick where you can cut out the middle part of the pizza yeah, and push and it back really together and it. they'll never know? Okay. That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not stupid.
4: That's smart. That's smart.
3: Well, well okay, but that's but unethical not, is what I, it I, is. We're talking
4: about uh, okay. it. This is about stupid.
5: Now I'm convinced I want stupid people working because yeah. they're not smart enough to figure that no, out. No, oh, I don't want... you
4: get your pizza to I you. don't want unethical people
3: working either. They're the people that do stuff to your food.
5: It is a little weird. He's like, he's
3: okay with the unethical people. Unethical. Yeah. You
5: get that pepperoni pizza like you were talking about, and it's missing, and you see the little spaces where the pepperonis used to be. Uh,
4: Now, that's not cool. I mean, you've got to cut a little slice out and make it tricky. (laughs) But you think about it, Katie. You take maybe an eighth inch or quarter inch slice out of a bunch of pizzas, and you can fill yourself up without anyone noticing. Yeah. And it wouldn't bother me, because I'd never know it happened. I I I just, I don't understand <laughs> that. That's, I mean, you're okay with that, but you're
3: not okay with someone, you know, that's going to get your order wrong.
4: Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. then I get there and they're like, well, my daughter doesn't have a sandwich well, at all. And now we've got to fix that. You
3: don't have half a pizza. No, I don't. You know, we just that.
4: deliberately said an eighth inch or a half inch.
2: So you come and say a half a pizza.
5: It's too early for math.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh. You know, I will say if I'm going pulling out of a drive-thru and I, I just open the bag and count how many sandwiches and how many orders of fries, Right. I don't care what sandwiches they are, I'll eat them. But <laughs> okay. as long as there's the, the right amount of sandwiches and the right amount That's of fries. It's funny knowing isn't... how long you take to decide what you're going to order. I don't even know. I'm trying to decide now what I'm doing for lunch. <laughs> so then it's like, but whatever they give you's fine. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> I have a hard time deciding anything. So you'd actually like for them to pick for you. Just pick it. Well, let me know what you're picking, because I might not like it. <laughs> <laughs> How about your nose? Come on over here. I don't like doing that either, so you're, you're welcome to. I'll do it for you. All right, you I'll want me it. to supersize it?
3: <laughs> I'll lay that.
2: It's the Hawk and Tom Show on v
3: 3.7. Well, today is World Yoga Day and also World Thinking Day and uh, you celebrate both by saying, what was I thinking when I put on these yoga pants? What
2: in the world was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> what in the world? Uh,
3: but yoga Day, it's a couple days. It's got World Yoga Day is today. And then you got International Yoga Day, which is sometime in June. And I think that is because it takes two days to get into those yoga pants. Could be wrong.
5: There are days. <laughs> yeah. So
3: do you have, you, when you have two friends and you try to jump into the yoga pants to get them on, or you're laying on the bed and you're trying to stretch them up <laughs> like socks. You know when you have those tight socks and you can't get them on your foot? What's
5: even worse is when you're pulling those yoga pants up and they're real tight and then you lose grip and it pops you real oh, quick.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> like a rubber band popping yes. on you. What day is World Thinking Day today? Oh, wow. I'm wondering how many people that's just Wednesday. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, it's, uh, what are thinking? I'm not doing that. Well, when it comes to
3: yoga, there's something weird out there called rage yoga. Oh, which... I thought it was called yoga. That's pretty weird to me. It sounds like an oxymoron, rage yoga. Uh, but uh, during the classes, you combine regular yoga poses with yelling and screaming. You can even have swear words. Uh, they say offensive gestures. As a way to participate and let
2: go of all the rage,
5: my joints are already screaming when I do yoga. Well, I know.
2: <laughs> I like, if I ever did yoga, never have, I would like this because it would cover up the sound of your cheese. Yeah, that, that's the way to look at <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you're encouraged to yell,
3: scream, curse, whatever you need to do uh, to make you more relaxed, I guess. But it is rage yoga and it's very therapeutic, most of the students say. It was created by a lady who was going through a bad breakup.
1: <laughs> and uh,
3: she invented it. She came up with the idea while going through this painful breakup, started swearing, screaming, and just uh, was.
2: I guess went into a rage as she was doing her yoga
3: exercises.
2: It's probably good she did invent this, or she didn't end up on the movie, uh, the sh- the show. Snap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so she did a good. It's thing. very interesting.
5: I love this. It covers up the sounds of me doing yoga because usually it's like. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm going into stuff.
3: Yeah. Do so you do
2: yoga though I, often?
5: I do Pilates, I, yeah.
3: Well, I, now I've tried yoga. And I, at first I thought, well, come on, you know, because I've worked out for some years and then I'm going to try this yoga. But yoga was m- way worse than working I've out. But it's hard. Because mm. yeah, you, you get getting that pose, you know, and you're sitting down and you're sitting like you're squatting for like, you know, 50 seconds and you just hold that pose before you know it your thighs start burning yeah and
5: you're sitting there and you're like come on go to the next
3: pose oh, yeah. I know the guys up there on the screen you're like come on well, well, I can't do it anymore
2: that's how you learn your hover moves that's true too <laughs> when, you're, yeah. when you're out of town the girls have been doing this for years
3: yeah. <laughs> so you can start a hover class <laughs> instead of a yoga class it's a hover class
4: I think the whole the thing is she basically did what people have been doing forever which is the rage thing and then she just did it during her yoga but, I don't think yeah. it's like like she really invented anything i mean because people combine them yes exactly she combined them but she kind of like took something that's opposites and combined them too yeah
5: they should combine one of those rage rooms with yoga so it's like downward facing dog and you throw a plate across the room i Um, love
3: it but i'm thinking it's it is an oxymoron because yoga you're supposed to be you know reflective and you're thinking and it's kind of quiet and you're you know in that mindset, and all of a sudden you're, you know, cursing, yelling, screaming.
2: <laughs> but that's the thing is, once you're completed your yoga class, you're going to feel relaxed, calm, you, because you let it all, out. Let it all everywhere, out, everywhere, everywhere. But yeah. did you even need to do the
4: <laughs> yoga part, or could you have just yelled and screamed okay. and been the same? Yeah.
3: Well, uh, well, I'm, you know what? You've stumbled onto something, Tom. You can start. I could see this. You could put it up on YouTube. It's like rage workout, where you're just doing all just. Just screaming, yelling. Throwing. I feel like someone's
4: already done that though. Rage I feel like out. it's not new.
5: Most guys in the gym do that every time they set down a barbell. Ah, the whole time. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> like, gosh, what is wrong
4: with yeah, you? Yeah, but they're not <laughs> raging. They're just like trying to roiding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That well, is annoying.
5: Yeah, I not know what that. Well, we
3: need to send you out on Torture Tuesday and you do the same thing the guys do. Oh, is
5: I get to yell when I, I'm going to go get like 10s and be like, ah, the whole time. <laughs>
2: I like it. Towards the time, I was with a trainer, and uh, this it was an older man, and he was with his own trainer uh, across the room making noises, where his trainer was looking back at us, laughing behind the guy's back. I'm like, I can't even focus on my own workout. Yeah. What you need
3: to do is we'll send you out. You know, you snap your yoga <laughs> pants, snap, snap, grab those weights.
2: Kato,
4: you know what would have been funny is if you started grunting loud back at that other dude. <laughs>
2: I was laughing. Mine would have been...
3: (laughs) Now, if you happen to be at the gym right now working out, fellas, and you are a grunter, we're not talking about you. Oh, no, no, no. It was that other guy. (laughs) Or Tom said all
4: this. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. It's time for a second date update. We have Benji sitting back listening, and Cato has called for us, and we're going to be talking with Allie to find out what went on on their date. Hello. Hello. Hi, is this Allie? Yeah, this is Allie. Listen, Allie, the reason we're calling is we've got a friend who asked us to get in touch with you. There's a friend of ours named Benji. He said he had gone on a date with you, and you weren't calling him, and we told him we would try to find out why. Do you remember Benji?
0: He's really sweet. Like Uh I really liked him. He was nice. But I was kind of... We went out for dinner. Right. Right. And everything's fine. And he's got a job, which is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired of paying for stuff. So I finally found a guy with a job. Right. So after dinner, he um, suggested maybe we go back to his house to watch a movie. Oh, that's a good sign. So he lives in this little apartment. So he opens the door... There's like a bazillion hamsters in his house. (laughs) So you open the door and like there's this hamster smell. Oh.
6: What are you talking about?
4: That was... Oh, and by the way, (laughs) Benji is on the line with us right now.
6: Oh, no.
4: Yeah. Benji, you didn't really mention anything about hamsters when you talked to us earlier. What's the deal?
6: So I have a hamster collection. I collect uh, anything from European hamsters to miniature hamsters and... um. You told me you liked them. Yeah. I showed you Cindy and Stinky
4: and Willie. <laughs> <laughs>
6: okay, look. Benji,
0: like, you're so sweet and you're funny and we had fun at dinner, but I didn't want to say to your face that it's weird for you to have, like, a bazillion hamsters.
3: So you said like, you liked them at that point.
0: Like, literally, you guys, like, okay, it's not a bazillion hamsters, but it's definitely more than it's 10. And it's definitely hamsters. more. That's Are a they, lot of okay? Hamsters.
6: Short, stout, small eared. Mostly Russian dwarf
4: hamsters.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So these these hamsters, you guys, they have like runs, those tube things, you know. I do. But it's not know. just like a set of tubes; it's like a set of tubes that go from like room to room, like a hamster matrix. It's, like okay. I'm not hamster okay. city.
6: It's called Hamster City. <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay. Can you explain to us? Because I'm not getting a clear picture yet. Really?
6: The way I set it up, it's kind of just you know like different rooms and houses for the hamsters. One's kind of like a workout area where they have, like, three or four
4: wheels.
3: (laughs) (laughs) A couple of,
6: like, you know, different little stations where they can just, you know, kind of wear themselves out. (laughs) One's got extra wood shavings so they can kind of sleep and burrow in. You know, they love to burrow. So they get down there. And then one's kind of like the feeding hut where they've got the nuts, the vegetables, the berries, that kind of thing. Oh <laughs> and then one's kind of like the lounge room, where they can kind of get to know each other and hang out.
4: Now, now, how is this connected? Because I'm trying to understand what Allie is saying with the, the tubes. Okay, so the tubes
6: actually will run from one station to the other. And, um, I mean, it's probably, I'd say maybe up to 30 or 40 feet of just connecting tubes that go all around the room.
0: <laughs> you so, guys... Benji's apartment is probably only, like, like maybe 800 square feet. Right. And he just said, like, 40 of that has hamster tubes in it.
2: Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I,
0: that's what it I looks like. When like, you walk been... in, it's, like, it's hamster in your face, hamster. Uh,
4: okay, <laughs> like, that's I That's a still, lot of hamster. I'm just trying to understand this completely. Are these all in one... Is, like, one of the rooms the hamster room? The, I mean, the entire living room is basically shared by me And the hamsters.
6: There's hamsters
0: over your head when you sit on the couch.
6: (laughs) (laughs) If dwarf hamsters don't have enough room to live, They'll die in, in, in two or three years. Oh, okay. You should have okay. 21 hamsters in a tiny apartment. They'll live for eight years.
3: Now, you said you guys went back to watch a movie at his house. Did you guys watch Stuart Little? <laughs>
6: <laughs> That's a mouse, not a hamster. Oh <laughs> i
3: sorry, I didn't mean <laughs> that. I was just trying to think of a movie that had a hamster in it. Right.
6: <laughs> How long have you had this obsession? Um, I wouldn't really call it an obsession, but... I have been collecting hamsters since I was a kid, probably about five or six years old.
4: A, a hobby. Allie, let me ask you this, because you walked in the house, you smelled the hamsters, or you, at least you felt like you smelled them, and you saw this hamster run in the living room, and you still watched a movie?
0: <laughs> well, that kind of felt like I, I was committed at that point. Okay. But, uh, I will fully admit, I'm not good at like confrontation, and I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but well, like, really. I just thought, yeah, really. I'll just get through this. It'll all be good, and then I'll just have a funny story for my arsenal of, like, horrible dating stories, you know?
4: Well, Benji, have you ever had other girls over? Yeah. I mean, I had a girl
6: over once that, um, you know, she thought it was fine. There wasn't anything weird that she said.
4: Did she call you back? <laughs> uh, well, no. It was
0: but... probably me,
6: you guys.
4: <laughs> okay. I feel like that, Benji, maybe you, um, aren't aware that this might be weird to some people.
6: I don't see why it's weird. It's just I mean they're they're my friends. All of us
3: collect something of some sort. People collect shoes and different things like that. I just shoes I happen and to She's enhancers are totally different
6: than to my friends.
3: It sounds like you guys uh, don't want to go back on a date but we could set you up with a trip to PetSmart.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey Benji. No, thanks. Benji, here's my thinking. I think that you're probably a super nice guy. I think that hamsters are an unusual thing, but there's nothing wrong with it. Maybe you start off when you meet a girl just you know be like, "Hey, what's your name? Do you like hamsters?" <laughs> 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 well, All right. Allie, we really appreciate you talking with us this morning and uh and Benji, thank you for sharing your story, too. I think we've established why Allie didn't call you back. Yeah. You do, you think? So. I'm sorry, Benji. Right. But but I think that, like I said, yeah. don't, don't feel bad about this. This is a chance for you to, uh, you know, find someone who's going to be in this with you. But, uh, yeah, I think you'll find someone, Benji. I really do. Thanks, man. All right. All right. Well, thank you all for you. taking the time to talk with us this morning. Hey,
3: tell Stinky we said
4: hi. Kate. <laughs> <laughs> And Cindy. I will. I will. Okay. <laughs> That's your second date update. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point
2: seven. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.